Blog Talk Radio. Here's Mr. Talk. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is Let's Talk, and I am your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful Monday afternoon. Because <laughs> it is Monday. No matter where you are, it's still Monday. Unless, you know, you're overseas somewhere, then I don't know what time it is anymore because I don't have to keep up with that anymore, right? Right. But anyway, welcome to the show, y'all, man. I tell you, we got a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking about a little of this, a little of that, and some of that, and some of this, and yeah, man, we got a lot. (laughs) We got some clips for you. We got some music for you. We got some laughter for you. We got some faith for you. We got some Jesus for you. And we, one thing we don't have for you is the devil. No, no, you won't find it here. But anyway, other than that, man, we got all the good stuff for you, all right? So I hope you're ready. Yeah, boy, we got some Third World for you. We got some Michael Jackson for you. We got a little Pac-Man for you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's okay. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. All right, so let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. Um, first thing, call me. That's all you got. That's the easiest way, man. All you got to do is call me, 347-838-8622. Now, I know it's near the end of the month, and some of y'all got the minute plans, and y'all kind of close to those minutes. So as much as I would, I hate to say this, but if you're close to those minutes, uh, you may not want to use them to call in because I can't pay for them. I'm, I'm not sure. Just going to put it out there. Me and, my, me and P. Ross, we can't pay for your minutes, all right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you do what's good to your pocket, all right? That's all I'm gonna say about that one. But another way is you can um, always shoot me an email at W uh, at oh, sorry Eric Let's L E T S Talk at Gmail dot com. All right, uh, that's the email for the show. And uh, if you want me to read it on, on live over the air, you go ahead, and uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, do that for you. And then there's always the chat room that's open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And, yeah, those are all the ways you can participate. 
And remember, as I said, if you're on one of them plans where you got to watch your minutes and you're close to running out of minutes, you know, being that day is the 31st and some of y'all don't get paid until next week or or tomorrow, um, I can't pay your bill for you, okay? <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. I can't pay your bill. I can't. I can't pay your bill. So, you know, but you can call it to the show anyway. The Lord will take care of it. You know, have, where is your faith? All right? <laughs> anyway, oh man, let me go. You know what? Sometimes I just tickle myself and I just get to rolling, and sometimes I got to slow it down because, you know, I, I get to rolling so fast, I forget what I'm saying sometimes. <laughs> Beginning to sound like maze a little bit. But anyway, let me bring the smarter half of this group, this, this team in here because, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's welcome my co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. All right. <sighs> well, hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing wonderful. I must admit, I'm doing quite well right now. Well, I very much plan well, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into a little bit of stuff today. I think it's going to be a good show, you know, and see what, what the audience has to say over our very topic, various topics we're going to bring to the forefront, you know, just, just to have a, a little open discussion and see where your mind at. Yeah, just a little open discussion to see where your mind is today. It's Monday, so I know a lot of your minds still stuck on yesterday and Saturday, but it's okay. We're gonna help you catch up this today, all right? <laughs> oh, oh Lord have mercy. I love our listeners. They are such wonderful people. Um anyway <clears throat> anyway, so that's it, P Ross, that's all you got for the beginning? That's it. Oh man. I I'm trying I'm trying yeah. not to talk so much today. You know, because I, you know me, because I get to rolling sometimes, and I just forget what I'm not. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh man, oh well, but you know what? It's gonna be a great show. It really is. Um, it's gonna be a good show. If it's just me and you, we gonna have us a good show because we just good like that. (laughs) Ooh, that's right. Um, anyway, y'all. Anyway, um. So, me and P. Ross, we got something for you. But before we go any further, man, it's time to get y'all the song of the day in. Uh, we only got one for you today. And, uh, yeah, you're going to like this one. You really are. You know, it's something y'all don't hear a lot, but some of you need to start listening. But anyway, without further ado, man, here's Third World. you playing us too close. Enjoy. <laughs>
like that song. That's a pretty good song right there. I really can't say it's not. It's a wonderful, wonderful song. Oh, P. Ross, what you think about that? You like that song right there? Yeah, you know, I, yeah, you know 
You already know this. You already know this. <laughs> Even though I may know, I have to ask sometimes because sometimes it's good to ask. Nah. <laughs> yeah. How you like yeah. that? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Oh, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I got my co-host, Pete Ross. We in the house today. It's Monday, July the 31st, 2017. Hey, man, I tell you, this this year is just flying, isn't it? Of course, don't we say that about every year? <laughs> we say that about every year. Man, this year is gone already. Where, where did it go? But you know what? That, that shows you how just short a time actually is. You know, we we make it seem as though it's it's a long period, but it's really not long at all. And when you think about it, it just seems like yesterday. You know, it was the first of the year. Now we what we going into what September already? I mean August already? Good lord. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying, man. You know, sometimes we 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 lose track of time, and before you know it, we made plans or what have you, and you know we never took the first step to get to them. And next thing you know, we sixty, seventy years old. And you're like, man, where did the time go? And that's all I'm trying to say. You know, just one of those interesting things that you just say, huh, about you know. I mean, I do anyway. I you know I think weird anyway, so I don't know about the rest of y'all. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I know, I know, I know. But we're going to continue on with the show. P. Ross, you want to add anything to that before we get to um 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 um, um the quote of the day, which is quite interesting. Well, I know you're probably waiting on the quote of the day anyway, because you like the quote of the day. I do. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway. Hey, man, we definitely got to talk about the Mooch. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about the Mooch. The Mooch, boy, he a gangster. I'm telling you, he a gangster already. But I, I'll tell y'all who the Mooch is in a minute. <laughs> um, quarter of the day, quarter of the day. We got to get ready for the quarter. Y'all know I got to play my quarter of the day. I just love that. All right, the quote of the day from Sean Stevenson. Stevenson, yeah. And it says, doubt is a virus that attacks our self-esteem, productivity, and confidence. Faith that you and your life are perfectly unfolding in the strong is the strongest vaccine. Now, that's a good thing on it right there. That's really good. Okay. Yeah, that, that I like that, you know. I like that. We ain't going to tell them how we chose it, but I like that. One more time, y'all. Doubt is a virus that attacks our self-esteem, productivity, and confidence. Faith that you and your life are perfectly unfolding is the strongest vaccine. Once again, that's from uh, Sean Stevenson. And, uh, man, that's a true statement right there, because if you doubt yourself, no matter what you're trying to do, you're not going to achieve it. You're not going to finish it. You know why? Because you, you got all that doubt. I just can't do it. Uh, you know how you ever meet someone, and no matter what they're doing, that they trying to do, they always say, well, I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. You know, that hey, you're killing your own progress right there. You, you really are. 
And then eventually your self-esteem starts suffering because you think you ain't worth nothing and you can't never finish nothing. And that's all because you, that's the way you're thinking. You know, um, as P. Ross liked to tell me a lot of times, and we say it a lot of times anyway, you know, sometimes you speak truth into you what, what actually happens in your life. You just don't realize it. But anyway, you know, that's just my little thought process on that right there. All right, P. Ross, you got to go for it because I know you waiting on this one. Go for it. I'm going to set you up pretty, too. <laughs> go ahead. You know, that is true, you know, because we get out of what whatever we put into it. And if we go into it not believing that we're going to be successful, then guess what? You're not. Because at the beginning, you know, you, you, you doom yourself. Or if you go in to believe in things, you know, that that you are going to make it, and then you allow those naysayers around you to speak into your ear to tell you, oh, man, that's impossible. You can't do that. You, you, you know, you can't have that either because you have to have a positive environment that says, okay, I can do all things, you know, and and not allow anybody or even yourself or even your own thoughts because our biggest killer, you know, if we be honest with ourselves, is our own thoughts. Sometimes we think ourselves out of a victory. Or we reason away, you know, our success by looking at what we don't have or what we can't do or thinking we ain't good enough or, you know, and and, and we defeat our own selves even before we get started. So let's not do that. And like you said, it's a, it's a virus because, you know, just like with the common cold, you go around one person who got, you know, who has a cold or who has the flu and they get around other people, it's contagious. And it keeps spreading until somebody isolates themselves you know, I say, wait a minute, I'm not going to do this anymore, this foolishness. I'm going to stay here until I'm myself, me, myself, is healed. Then I'm going to go back out there and accomplish what I need to accomplish. And sometimes with your ideals, you know, and your goals and stuff, sometimes you just got to isolate yourself, keep them to yourself until success is already manifested. And sometimes you just don't need to talk to any anybody, not including yourself. You just need to do the work. You just need to put your hand to the work and work towards the goal that you have envisioned and not even think about it. Just do it, you know. So that's my little two cents on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's right. Y'all heard what she said? That's right. And I totally 1,000% agree with her. All right. So. Start taking thinking. Start thinking positively, okay? Positively, people. Positive thoughts. Like I'm having positive thoughts right now. Y'all about to have some positive comments about the stuff we gonna talk about today, and I know it's gonna happen because I got faith, and it's already been told to me. So, uh-huh. anyway. <laughs> oh man. All right. So. You know, it, it's a lot has gone on since last time we was on the air, man. We were on the air, and um, we're going to try and get through this whole show today with all the stuff we done planned to talk about. Uh, we got two, three hours to talk about it, so I think we're we, we, we going to get through it. And we're going to start off light. We're not going to start with the heavy stuff yet, but, um, yeah, we're going to start off light here and um, work our way through it um, because, you know, I think – some good stuff, good stuff we got going on. Um, you know, the White House is in all kind of um, turmoil, and oh my goodness. I mean, we ain't going to talk with the, yeah, we get to that in a minute, you know, and the mooch, 
the mooch. <laughs> I like calling that man the mooch because he's a gangster. He already improved he's a gangster. But anyway, let's talk about the school district um, in Texas, y'all. And this school district has decided to bring back. Now, I'm going to use their words, then I'm going to use my words. They decided to bring back corporal punishment. All right. In other words, they're going to allow the principal or uh, whoever they, they appoint to start paddling kids. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, let's see. One school district in Texas has brought back corporal punishment. Now students who misbehave in class will be paddled until they get better grades. I think that, that well, we get back to that in a minute. Although there is little evidence that corporal punishment helps students focus better or improve their test scores. Um, approximately 40,000 or more than one-third of those students who were subjected to corporal punishment are black. Black students, by comparison, make, only, make up only 16% of the total public school student population. <sighs> All right. Now. Of course, you know, they had to bring that out. Similarly, in states where students were subjected to corporal punishment, black boys were 1.8 times as likely as white boys to be subject to corporal punishment, and black girls were 2.9 times as likely as white girls to be subject to corporal punishment. So, what y'all think? Do you think paddling is fair? Uh, we should We just... Get rid of it, period, and don't don't um, come back to this thing again. Now, we've talked about corporal punishment on the show, y'all, and you know I have been a a big proponent of you know yeah we need to do something to a little bad behind kids in school. But see, I don't know if this was a, 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 a typo or what, but there's a sentence right here that kind of swayed me the other way here. Now students who misbehave in class will be paddled until they get better grades. Now, that right there, I, I, I do not agree with right there, okay? If that's what they that's what paddling uh, is supposed to bring forth, better grades, I'm not, I'm, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. And I, I'm saying this because the, the kid may, just may have a legitimate learning disability, Um or may just be a tad bit slower than the rest of the um, the students, depending on what class they're in. So in that instance, I don't think corporal punishment or paddling or beatings. Or, now I better not say beatings. Everybody's going to jump and say it's child abuse then. But I don't think it's, um, it's going to do any good. I really don't. Now, if, if the paddling or corporal punishment is for those that misbehaved, and there may be something into that. Of course, I know there's all kind of studies that have come out since the 90s, the, you know, and what have you. They say punishment, spankings, beatings, or whatever we want to classify it as have, you know, causes more anger problems and violence as the kids get older. That's a bunch of bull cuckoo. It really is. It's a bunch of bull cuckoo. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, look, if the kid grow up to be violent, he's going to be violent from the get-go. It's in his DNA. Prime example. Now, she wasn't violent, but she was a dopehead. And that's um, um Barbie Brown, Christina. Bro, what's her name? Barbie Christina? Something like that. But anyway, 
Her mama was a dope head. Her daddy was a dope head. They hung around dope heads. She it was in her DNA. She's going to be a dope head. All right? And, hey, I'm just saying. And I guarantee you, she didn't get no spankings. She didn't get no beating. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of torn. But for them misbehaving, yeah, one or two swats on the back, but they ain't gonna, it's not going to hurt them. It's really not. Three at the most. You know, I mean, when I was in school, depending on what you did, you got up to five. And, yeah, they hurt. <laughs> they ain't even going to lie, especially the paddles where they had the little holes in them. Y'all don't know nothing about them, but them things hurt for real. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's my take on this corporal punishment thing. But if it's they're, if they're instituting it just to make kids um, put up the uh, pretense that it's going to make them do better as far as grades in school. Nah, I, I, I don't get with that. I can't. I can't get with that. All right. So that's my take on this. On them bringing back corporal punishment. Now, turning it over to my illustrious co-host. Yeah, go ahead, P. Ross. <laughs> oh, you already know. I agree. You already know. I I do not agree. No, no. I don't want nobody hitting my youngin. I I do the hit. Because, and this is why, and I'm explaining this to you, and, and I hope you understand it. Because if a school district brings back corporal punishment, but at the same time, if you do the same thing at your house, and that kid say, oh, my mom hit me with a paddle or whatever, then it's child abuse. No, that's a double standard. You know, so I'm not, and, and another thing in this article, it says that only for those parents uh, agree, to agree to it. They, you know, they have to sign a waiver and all this stuff. I'm not doing that. No, you, you, you're not going to hit my child because I don't know the intent or your motive behind wanting to punish my child in the first place. A lot of times, I know there are some kids, I ain't going to lie, there are some kids, especially this generation, who are rebellious and disobedient, and they do not have any respect for authority. But let's be honest, is that going to bring them respect or, or, or is that going to cause them to have respect for you? Or are they going to turn around, you talking about giving them swats and they turn around and take that powder and beat the hell out of you with it? Now, see, you know, I mean, let's look at it from both. You know, what is it solving? I see it creating more problems than, than what it's supposedly going to solve. You know, and and and, and number one, you know, that's that's it, for me. No, that's just not gonna happen. No, no, it's it's. It, we're not gonna go back to that. Not not no. You're not gonna hit my child. Not with no paddle. Not with anything. If there's a problem, you call me. You know, and we 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 will deal with it. You know, but however, however, and, and you know, and and looking at the parents who think, oh well, this is this is a good idea. Well, then what about the discipline at home? You know, why does it have to go that far that we need the schools to do what we as parents should be doing in the first place? Are we incapable of, of disciplining our own children now that we, we hand it over to somebody else? And then I know this is kind of off subject, but then just look at the private prisons. Look at the, the youth who have been killed in private prisons. You know, this is a place where they're supposed to be so-called rehabilitated and reformed. These kids, you know, act out or disobey, and, and they're dead because some adult went too far. See, so, no, I'm not, I, I don't agree with that at all. I'm not going to, 
and you know sign a waiver, you know, so so you can hit my child. No, that's not going to happen. Not only especially, and especially if it's if it's so called to get better grades. And I see now. You must think I'm a bobblehead or something that it just bounces all over. Hey, beat my child till they get better grades. No, that's not going to happen either. That it just. What is the true motivation behind it? I just no. I just can't agree with that. Well, that's too much authority. I believe that's too much authority in the wrong hand. Okay. They have that already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Woo All right. So you say they have too much already. They have too much authority already. Now and let's see, here's 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 my take on it once again. Um Yes, the parents have to opt in. They have to get written and verbal permission for the you know school district to go ahead and, and um, um, discipline the child. Now, and you say what happened to the, the punishment at home? See, and I, I think this is part of the issue. A lot of the parents are scared of their kids. Their kids, you know what I mean? They're scared of the kids. So the kids come to see the kids come to school, and and they and. They, and they are the impression that, um, you know, every adult is scared of them. So they go in there doing whatever they want to do. Now, I mean, I know you have seen uh, the videos just like I have of kids actually punking teachers or what have you. Yeah. Something has to be done. So here's my take on it. You know, um, I'm sure the parents would rather them go and get a couple of swats on, on their behind than one of them teachers taking them and dragging them out the, through the hallway like it has been done a couple of times. You know, because these little hellions um, have decided that they 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 gonna they gonna pump a, a grown man. You know, and, and I don't I really don't see anything wrong with it because. If I was a teacher and one of them jokers ran up on me, I'm sorry. I just have to take whatever consequences because I'm putting one of them to sleep. I didn't say kill them, y'all. I say putting them to sleep. In other words, I'm knocking them out, okay? <laughs> Let me go to clarify that. But, yeah, I'm putting them to sleep because I ain't got time for this. So if you started at an early – now, it, it doesn't say actually what grades this was going to, you know, affect, just say the school district. Um I would think it would have to start at a younger age because, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because you know, once you get to the teenagers, you know, it, you know, especially some of them football, but those big boys, you know, I mean, they're some huge cats, so I don't think SWAT's gonna really hurt them too much. <laughs> it's really not. Um, so I, I think this this has to be uh, a, a, a a a the lower grade levels here. The policy was pitched to the board by the elementary school's campus behavior okay. coordinator, Andrew Amell, yeah. and, and he hopes that okay. it will be a more effective deterrent for the 4- to 12-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. I, I really do. I mean, 
for those that's not getting it at home, at least they're getting some kind of discipline somewhere to let them know you just can't run over. Now, I know some of you, no, see, y'all, some of you out there laughing just like you are. But, see, you know, they have these things called alternative schools, right? And I bowl with a guy, and he teach at one of them. You know, and the stories he comes and tell us every Friday evening is just amazing. You know, kids, actually, you know, bulking up to them, kicking them and carrying on. That's because... You know, teachers have are, are, are somewhat limited as far as what they can do with these little bad behinds. You know, and, and I think something needs to change. Now, P, I, I understand what you're saying about the, the school to prison pipeline, but I think if some kind of discipline is 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 used before you know it gets out of hand, that could be deterred a little bit. Yeah, you know, of course, you know, we have studies that say this, but we always we already know those things can be turned this way and that way to make them say whatever you want them to say um, as far as results. But personally, I think that's a good age group to start with. And um, and, and like I say, you know, he comes and he tells us a whole lot of stories. I say, man, and you didn't drag that little joke out. He say, well, you know, there's certain things I can't do. I said, you can have that job because I'm sorry. You know, uh, um, eight, nine-year-old, no. <laughs> no, son, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, so something needs to be, um, I mean, because really, they get in trouble, get in trouble, get in trouble. What happens? They get sent to alternative school. They do good for there, then they come back. Do something wrong again, they get sent back to alternative school. And that's the only the only deterrent there is. Oh, I get to go to alternative school again. You know, and then they reach a certain age. It, they don't even matter. I, I, you know what? I'm 16. I ain't got to go now. Can't nobody make me go to school. Then they drop out. Then they really become part of the system, you know, because what they're doing then, they're out there on the corner, you know, swinging or what have you. So if if something can be done prior to them recent, reaching that point, I'm all for it. I really am. Bust them little behinds up early, and I think it would change a whole lot of the direction that they're coming in. Hey, I'm saying I did it in the military. You know, them young rookies come in there thinking they're going to run something. After about 2,000 push-ups in, in 100-degree heat, that changes their mind real quick. No, there ain't no punks up in here, dude. And I think that's what what needs to happen in school. That's all I have to say. Any um, rebut, rebuttal there, P. Ross, or anybody else want to make a comment on that, call me now, 347-838-8622. Ain't no punks on this show. Call. Let me know what you got to say. <laughs> Go ahead, P. Ross. <laughs> and I do agree with their point. You know, it says in the short term, being physically punished makes students more aggressive. Yes, it does. I do believe that because, like you say, we we were paddling as, as, as kids, you know, growing up in, in, in school because it was, it was illegal at that time. And that, that didn't stop me from doing anything I wanted to do. Matter of fact, it made me more determined to go back and do something else especially when you got paddled for something that you didn't do, which happened a lot, you know, because it, it, it wasn't no rebutting the teacher. You know, if they said you did this, whether you did it or not, hey, three swats. You wasn't taking the swats, it's 10 days suspension, you know, and, 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 and that's why, you know, I don't agree with it because, you know, everybody ain't honest. Everybody ain't forthright. I'm not saying every teacher, you know, but but sometimes, you know, students just get next to their teachers, you know, and, and they just have a, a genuine dislike for them. So they don't always tell the truth on that student. You know, uh, you you getting swatched today. One thing, one more time, you know, one more again, whatever. You know, and, and 
you send them to get twice and you know you just lied on this child. How do you live with that? You know, and don't always see everything in class, especially when it's little kids like that. You know, oh, so-and-so, Brian did it, you know, and Brian was the farthest thing away from doing something. Brian had three swats, you know, so, you know, it, it, I, I just don't like it. I wouldn't sign my kid up for it. I wouldn't do it because it, it, it's just too, it's just too much. You know, you're already dealing with an angry kid. Why make them more angry? You know, so. I'm, you know, I don't know about the point as far as suffering mental health issues and substance abuse in the long term. I don't know about that because, you know, SWAT ain't, ain't, ain't caused me to be mentally ill and it didn't cause me to, you know, turn the drugs or anything. But it did make me angry and it made me more rebellious for the short time in that term, especially, you know, when what you're getting SWAT for, you didn't do, you know. Now, if I did it, okay, I did it. Hey, I got caught. Oh, well, I take my punishment, you know. But I ain't do it. No, man, this ain't going down like this, you know. Or you do what I did, take the 10-day suspension because you ain't finna hit me, you know. So, and you just walk out of school. I mean, I'm just telling you how it went down with me, you know. So, you know, and looking at all of that, you know, nah, nah, I wouldn't wouldn't do that to my child. I wouldn't. I wouldn't subject them to that. All right. See that that's that's the, a mother speaking compared to a father speaking. Okay. Ah, see, but you know, okay. So you brought up some good points, you know. And, and yes, growing up, you know, there was instances where you were blamed for stuff you didn't do, you know. But hey, nine times ten, if you blame for it, you have a history of doing something close to it. I'm sure. Um, I remember a time when we, I was late for class. And uh, me and a couple of my, more of my friends, you know, and we were strolling down the hallway, and the principal hit the uh, hallway, right? <laughs> and uh, the principal say, hey, what y'all doing? Well, you know, being the smart individual that I was at the time, I broke off. And believe me, y'all, I could run then. And the one day my friends say they heard the double door close, pow, because I was gone. You know, they went to the, they went, they got caught by the principal. They went and got their swats, but they never gave me up. You know, and I was a good kid, though, but I just wasn't, you know, I was just in the hallway. I wasn't doing anything. I didn't have no business. We were just walking, you know, we talk, walking and talking. But the bottom line is this everybody's not doing wrong. So here's an a, 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 a alternative to a, a, a teacher just accusing a child. And you made a point. You can't see everything. So let's go on. And we got cameras and everything. Yes, let's put cameras in the, in the classroom. Now, here's the key. Here's the key to putting the cameras in the classroom. Let's put them in there and don't tell the teachers they are there. Now, that solves a whole lot of issues, wouldn't it? Now you have it on video. Of course, unless it's a white cop beating on a black kid, then it doesn't matter because you know the black kids going to get blamed for it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, I didn't really be. I meant to go there too, but yeah, I mean, but the bottom line is, if if, if that's an issue, let's go ahead and put cameras in the classroom. Then don't tell anyone they're there except for um, the principal. Maybe put them in there, and then that way, if anything comes up, you can always go back and look at the look at the film. I mean, the the, the video and say, okay, this is what happened, and have both of them in there at the time so you can correct, you know, whatever. Now. Do you want to have a, 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 a 
Do you want to correct the teacher while the kid is in there? I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause, because that would actually um, take away the teacher's authority. It, it really would. You know, but you would, you should be able to, you, you would have to, um, you know, I'm not going to say chastise, but have a talk with that teacher if they are found to be deficient in what they claim the kid was doing. Now, if the kid is bad, you know, have the parents come and say, look, this is what your kid was doing. This is why they got SWAT case closed. It's right here. You can see for yourself. You know, Johnny, Johnny Wishbone, he kicked that teacher in his, in, 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 you know, in his shin, you know. Now, I really can expel him for that because that's basically assault. But what we going to do, we went ahead and gave him a couple swats and sent him back to class. Okay. I mean, what is the alternative then? Let Johnny Wishbone kick a teacher, you know, um, in the shin and, you know, just walk on by and say, okay. That way he feel he can do it to every teacher. Or better yet, he feel that he can do it to one of his classmates that may pull out something and drop him for the, for the rest of his life and he won't even worry about it anymore. So what is the alternative then? What is the alternative? Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Y'all ain't tell me what the alternative is. I'm I'm for the I'm for the corporal punishment myself. Beat the little behind early, and as they get older, they'll be all right. You know, cause because this nonsense about this nonsense about if if you you uh, punish your kid as you know as they grow up, they gonna grow up to be. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. You know, and, and, and it's the I, I really feel it's the environment that your kids are raised in. I really do. You know, if you're not paying attention, spending no time with your child, then, yeah, the brothers on the corner, you know, going to get the, the, the skinheads on the corner, whatever, going to, you know, get in their ear. You know, hey, come on, we'll take care of you. You know, the next thing you know, they caught up in the game, and then the game going to end up with them caught up in the system. Was that your fault? Maybe, because you ain't, you, ain't, you ain't have time for your child. You depended on someone else to, to, to uh, discipline or... or or raise your kid. So when you, when you, when you start looking at results and stuff like that, you have to look at it in in a broader sense than what the so-called experts want you to look at it in. Well, you know, that's that's my take on it anyway. Come uh, on, anyway, I know you're going to be talking that, to that. Yeah, that that <laughs> that that being said, you know, I mean, and and let me go back to your point on. Um, you know, the cameras and stuff and, and whether, you know, you see that the teacher was wrong, you don't correct the teacher in front of the students. That is exactly right because you, you diminish their authority um, to teach and to, to, to be able to have control over that class. But at the same time, you know, there has to be some accountability and some responsibility there on both sides. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a consequence for students who misbehave. I just don't think paddling is it, it, it is the way to go. Because as as a black person in America, you know, um, with the cards already stacked against you, I'm not offended. I'm not. I'm not going to give you you know, a license just to beat my child, you know, or to paddle him, so to speak. We don't want to say beat, to paddle him or to give him swats or whatever. For for anything that he, that's my job. Me as his parent, that's my job. You know, you have, mm-hmm. you have an, enough enough systems in place, 
that legally allow you, so to speak, you know, um, to 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 implement punishments how you see fit. And then the judicial system, you know, you also have a system in place that also justifies that, you know, even unto death. So in that perspective, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, so so apt, you know, to to give you a, a license to to put your hands any more than you already allow yourself to on my child, especially at a young age. Because number one, I don't want him or her growing up thinking that hey, you know, they have the right not in my house. I mean, other parents may feel differently. Well, you don't obey me, you don't do what I say. You gonna hey, you gonna listen to somebody at some point. You know, and, and, and for some of our youth and for some of our kids, that is a road that, that they go down, not saying that mm. they have to, you know. Um, but I'm not just going to, you know, be obliged to say, yeah, this is okay and I agree with this. No, no, because it's, it's too much already systematic, you know, violence or punishments or whatever you want to call it that's being inflicted against our children, whether unfairly, you know, that's unjustified and being called justified. And until we deal with those issues, I don't think we need to put a hand, you know, a paddle, a gun, or anything else in anybody else's hand that is not concerned about our children. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you make some valid points. You you bring up some very very valid points. However, however, heck no. Look, here here's the bottom line: get it early, or 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 get it later. You know, later may not even come. You, you see, because they think they're big and bad, and, and as the old saying goes, there's always someone bigger and badder than you are out there in them streets. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right. yeah, yeah. So, you know, if one or two swats, one or two paddles on the butt would deter that, I'm for that. I'm for that. Now, I'm not talking about you know every, you know every little thing on you run them to the to um the principal for paddling. No, I'm not talking about anything like that. You know, I, and but, I'm but sure the, but, but, but the thing that, that, that you have to be some guidelines. Okay, now let okay, me ask you but, let me ask you a question. The thing that you fail to realize uh, is a thing is a such thing, especially in the public school and especially for our children, you know, uh, called labeling. Okay. Now once you get okay. that label on you at whatever grade, whether it's kindergarten and you're talking about four year olds, so you know, that's like preschool kindergarten age. On up, uh-huh. you know, you very well may have, you know, your parents may have dealt with you at home and say, now, look, you go to school today, you cut up, hey, you're going to get dealt with when you get home. So, you know, this child, you know, decide they're going to try to be a little bit better or whatever, but they're attending a school that, that you know, you can get you can get paddled, you know. Mm-hmm. What is the incentive if he get blamed or she get blamed for something that they didn't do and get paddled anyway? See. Well, see. yeah, but see, we 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 covered that already. Put the cameras in the in the put the cameras in the school. And, that way, there's, there's, and, there's, there's, there is there is video evidence. But, but, 
Okay. Okay. But that's after the fact. That's after the fact. Because once that child is labeled, and, and we know this happens, because teachers talk, okay. oh, you got little Johnny going coming in your class and saying you got to watch him. He he is so horrible. He is just so so. He's all he already got strikes against him going in. You know, maybe because um, of John- one incident. See, he's already labeled. So it's all going for the child anyhow. No, no. Because see, here's here's what I'm thinking. No, because you look, look. You have to understand. You know, now these kids go to the same school for at least what two, three years. So, yeah. So if they have have a reputation, I'm sure it's well earned. Um, because the you know you. Look, a leopard don't change your spot that often, okay? Not, that all. No, not, not all the time. Okay? No, not all okay, the so, time. Okay, so here's 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 another option then. All right, let's petition the courts and and child support, child uh, protective services <laughs> then to allow no to allow the, the the parents to come in and discipline their child right there in school. Now, no, that I would take care. Of, I would I would go for that. I would go for that. I've done it. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, and, and I think that's where that's where everything gets gets muddled because the parents no longer can go and do that. You know, and they, they can't go. Yeah, and and if you telling me I can't, then why should I allow you? That's the bottom line. That's why I know you're not going to put your hands on my child. Well, if I can't, if I, you can. Look, if I know. If I know you got a, my child is bad as hell, excuse my language, but I'm going to say it. If you know my child is, if I know my child is bad as hell, you know, and I can't control him at home, and, and, and uh, hey, somebody, I need help. I need help. So what did I do? What do I do then? Just let him continue to be in bad as hell? <laughs> is that what I let him continue to do? So eventually he out there being so bad he's holding up stores and carrying on? And okay, then when he then gets, let me ask you a question. Then when he get pushed by, put behind the bars, you know, first thing I'm going to say is like everybody else, he was such a good kid. He really didn't mean it. Yeah, he meant it. No, he meant no, it he no, no. You, 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 you know your children. But in, in, in that instance, yeah, they, they do need help. But let's say that parent signs the, the, the form for that child to, to be paddled. Okay, and if they already scared of that child at home, number one, they ain't finna sign the form in the first place because that child would probably be done threatening him. Oh, you signed that paper, you made me get what? Come on now. Now, that's just too weak of a parent. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just too weak of a parent. We talk about, and if he's talking about elementary school kids, oh, no, we finna get some reckoning, you know, here in this house because you don't run this. You know, that's but, 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 the bottom line. But we do know they those weak parents exist. They do exist, and and, can... and and the other part of it is, and the other part is, the kids now are are educated so to where they know the parent can't do this and the parent not supposed to do this, so they have the upper hand. So when do we give the parent back the upper hand? Then, if you don't want the schools to to, to paddle them at an early age and you scared of them, what who hey? Because if he run up on but me, I'm going to hurt him. See, that's what I'm saying. If he run up on me, I'm going to hurt him. But see, and that's not my story. So, 
So may, maybe maybe you need to talk to one of them parents that you know that 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 lived that because that's not my story. I I I don't, I don't live that because I wasn't scared of the system. You know, mm. even even with you know two for one kids or whoever being called. At the end of the day, this is still my child. I'm responsible for raising him. Now handcuff you, put me in jail if you want to. But this day, <laughs> you gonna get the hell beat out of him. You know, because we don't do this. You know, and and that and that was just the stance I took with the social workers or anybody else. My own children will tell you, you know, no, we're not doing this. I mean, no, we're not tolerating this. You can't do what everybody else do. That don't go in my house. You know, and and mm-hmm. and, and I mean, I, I guess it's just an individual thing, but I'm not going to be so afraid of the system that. I'm not going to discipline my child because, like I, you know, like I said, when I was raising my boys, you know, and I told the authorities this. I even told the police officer when he showed up at my house. I told him, I said, "Oh, it's okay for y'all to kill him, but I can't beat him." What mm. what, what sense does that make? It's okay for y'all mm. to kill him because you know this killing black youth thing ain't just starting. You know, this been going on. You know, but but if I beat him. You know, for stealing or what have you. You know, he called two four one kids and say, "Hey, my mom gave me a beating. My mom did this. My mom did that." Y'all want to send an investigator out here talking about arresting me? But when y'all kill him, it's okay. Now you 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 explain that to me how that's okay. You know, and that's just the way I thought, and that's just the way I think. You know, it you know it, it doesn't make any sense. So no, let me let me discipline my own child. You know. Because I know how far I'm going to go, you know. Now, as far as the school and those officials in school, no, you not, no, I'm not going to give another systematic organization the right to put their hands on my child. Now, as for those parents who don't have control, any control over their kids, then maybe that's an option for them. But as for me in my house, that's not an option. Okay. Now. <laughs> Now check this out. You know, I, I placed that on my Facebook that that question on my face Facebook page. Should schools mm-hmm. bring back corporal punishment? All right. Mm-hmm. And I got a response from someone that actually works in the school with that age group that we're talking about. And the response was yes. The students today know that the staff can't do anything to them, so they cut up. They need a paddling. See, that's my point. That's my point yeah. right there. We 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 not talking abuse, but we talking about something to deter them. Because as I said before, they already know, you know, well, you really can't do anything for me. Ah, ha ha ha! And they kick you in the shin. And if you haven't been kicked in the shin, you know it hurt. You know, and then you looking at this little rascal like, you know what? Uh 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 uh. Yeah yeah yeah. So you know, oh, I think they need to have their butt paddled at least once or twice. You know, now I know the argument is, well, you don't know who hitting your kids. Well, dang it, you know he hitting you, and you ain't hitting him. So I mean, really? <laughs> I'm just no, that saying that wouldn't even that that wouldn't even be an 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 issue. Of course, that wouldn't of even course. be an issue. Yeah. You know, because yeah, hey, well. That's not an but, issue but with no, me. Like, oh, oh. Exactly, because they know you ain't gonna rise up in no adult face, and that's the thing. It it it, it starts with having respect for you know adults, but if they don't learn that at home, if their environment is not one of respect, of course they're gonna think they can do anything else. And for those kids, yeah, maybe they need it. And, you know, okay, but then. 
you know, maybe they do. So you are. But as for mine, but as for mine okay. no. No, because I, I can discipline. Okay, I can discipline so, so you are, so now you out of the road a little bit saying, okay, yeah, there are some that actually may need it done at school to, to help them understand. You know, you just can't get away with everything. Right. Maybe. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to put one on the board for me there. <laughs> All right. So, y'all, you know, if y'all just came in, we was having a discussion. A, a Texas school district um, has decided to bring back corporal punishment. And so the discussion was, you know, would you allow the school to paddle your kids? You know, and, and we're talking about the, um, what, the four to, two, four to eight, nine-year-old, something like that. So, yeah. So that was the discussion right there. So yeah, if you want to comment on it. Four to 12. Yeah, four to 12. So if you want to, you know, let us know what you think about it, just give us a call, 347-838-8622. Um, you can shoot me an email at ericletstalk at gmail.com or even go to my Facebook page and, um, you know, drop you know drop a line there under the question, should schools bring back corporal punishment? All right? So, yeah. <laughs> As you can see, me and my co-host, we own different sides, but yet we own the same side. It's just one of those things. You know, that's a mother – compared to a father okay mothers are more protective than the fathers are you know because we understand um you know we'll knock them out most of us will you know i'll knock my sons out too you know but yeah well yeah well i'm not letting nobody else do that look look let's not talk about who you knock out okay (laughs) (laughs) you knock a lot of people out Let's hey. not go big. <laughs> hey. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you just have to get some striking. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving right along here. Oh, Lord. I told you we had a good good show for you today. Um. You know, you got that man named Trump who happened to be the president of the United States, and oh, yeah, um, he's in. Yeah, yeah, he's in. He, <laughs> you know, he's in. He's in office. You know, and you know, you know, I have. You know, I've been on. I've been on this earth for a moment now, and but I have never seen an administration so chaotic and, and so out of sync. And the, the interesting part is the whole party is, is is just following suit right now. And they, they, let's think about it. They control the House and the Senate, and, and they just can't get anything done. But yet they want to blame the Democrats. You know, they're not trying to help us. Well, dang on it, how soon we forget um, the treatment that Barack Obama received. And, of course, you know, Trump get up and say he, he's the most disrespected president Ever in the history of the United States? Well, y'all, guess what? No, he ain't. Because uh, I'm going to play you a clip of the most disrespected president in the United States of America. Now, I'm not all the time agreed with Barack, um, but dang it, he I, he was a little bit better than what we're dealing with right now. So let me play this clip, this clip for you real fast, and we'll be back to talk about this and move on deeper in, and talk about the mooch. The mooch is in the White House, y'all. Oh, my boy. We got a real gangster now. But anyway, 
here's the history of how Obama was treated. Your President Obama did not... Not my president, the Manchurian candidate couldn't destroy us faster. So I shamelessly say no. I want him to fail. Headed towards socialism, fascism. They're marching us towards 1984. Are you confident, 100% confident, that Barack Obama can do this job? He wants to transform exceptional private enterprise America into neo-socialist Europe. Socialism. Socialist. Socialist. Socialism would be a real step up. When are we going to wake up and start fighting the fascism? These guys are, are Stalinist. Who's the communist? Obama. Welcome to the USSA! We have a chapter in here, Is Obama a Socialist? We have a president and a Bolshevik... Democratic Congress. President Obama, are you listening? Uh, this is the most greatest wealth destruction I've seen by a president. It'd be like Hitler playing golf with Netanyahu. I feel like we are talking to the Germans after uh, an, um, Hitler comes to power. This is what Hitler did with the SS. They're the enemy. Who's the enemy? Uh... Obama! You just think he doesn't care, huh? I think that he... No, I, I really don't. I think if I may say so, there's just too many people who are not going to vote for a black candidate. But, uh, especially a black angry candidate. Who has a deep-seated hatred for white people. I think he is using racial anxiety for political gain. This guy is, I believe, a racist. He did make a very racist comment. I've got a president who I believe actively dislikes people like me. We have to bend over, grab the ankles, bend over forward, backward, whichever, because his father was black, because this is the first black president. Core ties to the African continent. His having grown up in Kenya. He is defending racists, and when you defend racism and defend racist acts, it's, it's virtually the same. Go ahead, say it. Well, in the hizzy. Not, in the hizzy. Hizzy. Don't we really have to have him in the white hizzy? What's with all the hoods in the hizzy? Kind of a boys in the hood handshake. This is not the guy that you invite to the White House for poetry reading. What he's trying to do is to, cre is to rekindle the sense of black victimization. How does increasing taxes count as spending cuts in your world, Mr. Obama, maybe in Kenya. President say Trayvon could have been me 35 years ago. I guess because what? He was part of the Chum gang and he smoked pot and he did a little blow. You've decided that chugging a few 40s and rediscovering your Irish is more important. If he had been anything other than African-American, and, and I don't mean to cast his versions on African-Americans, but he would have been impeached and convicted by now. He would be impeached if he weren't America's first black president. I think we're getting close to a high crime and misdemeanor. I believe he's the most lawless president in modern times. Former President Richard Nixon, what he did was child's play compared to the range of corruption. Why wouldn't we impeach this president for not protecting and defending Americans? in the bloodbath known as Benghazi. Pretty much every day has been an impeachable offense. Can you just show us the birth certificate? Why wouldn't President Obama release his birth certificate? God does not have a birth certificate, neither does Obama. This has clearly been photocopied yes. from a book. You see that? It kind of folds back, to like, almost like the binding of a book. I've heard that number before, $2 million that he's spending to not have to show the birth certificate. There's a green border around it. That had to be photoshopped in. I'm trying to figure yeah. out why they Well, this whole border is suspect. If he had immigrated here, he'd probably love America more. A fist bump, a pound, a terrorist fist jab. The president just seems to be very uncomfortable being uh, commander-in-chief. Did you see the latte salute? 
It's not a latte salute, it's a chai salute. Our country's left less safe today. He believes the bad guys are the American people. Barack Obama apparently is willing to uh, to roll the dice on that because he made these promises. Well, he's rolling them. He because if we get hit again, he's through. There it is again. What is that? That is a flag pin. You're not wearing a lapel pin, are you? I will wear one. They just hate the flag. Do you notice anything unusual about this picture? There's no Bible. President Obama has offered to, to pay out of his own pocket for the Museum of, of Muslim Culture. He's more concerned about mm-hmm. protecting the image of Islam than protecting the people of the well, United States. And we have a president who is aligned with the jihad force. You're declaring war on this country with a bunch of jihadis you brought in. You did it, you son of a bitch. No, he's not a Muslim. He's an atheist. He's an Arab. His middle name does matter. He wants to be known as Barack Hussein Obama. Here's a person who says he's a Christian. All right, let's take him at face value. Let's just to say that that's correct. But what kind of Christian? Where did he announce? I don't know. Where did he announce? I believe that he is a Muslim. Well, he's not a Muslim. Well, we don't. No, he's not. Well, no we do know. How many do you believe that here? How many believe? I do think it's quite possible he is Muslim, even though he says he is Christian. Why do they think he's a Muslim? Barack Obama's emotional attachment to the Muslim world has hurt the USA. President Obama was soft, almost subservient to the Muslim world. Deep emotional ties to Islam. I don't hate Obama. He's only been to church like four times since he's been president. He golfed 30 times. President Obama has taken fewer vacation days than Ronald Reagan or uh, Bush the Younger. And you say? I say you should take more. Obama's taking a vacation every five minutes. Where's the leadership? On the golf course? Is this what leadership looks like? 115 or 16 golf outings? Is he ever working? Oh, it's not even Marxism. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Older than 1848. It was, um... The man who portrays the devil looks a lot like the President of the United States. Folks, I've been told this by high folks. They say, listen... Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur. They smell like hell. We're the young girl saying, no, no, help me, and the government is Roman Polanski. President Obama who wants mandate circumcision. I feel like President Obama is just saying, you know what? (laughs) But our president is frankly out of his mind. You're a slimeball that hates this country and is allied with a bunch of people wearing nightgowns. He bashes FNC more than ISIS, and we don't behead anybody. I just love my country. Do you think Obama is a crypto-Muslim? I mean, this guy is such a total pussy. We need to do something to pray to be delivered from this president who is, he is a disaster. I can tell you are super angry, and I asked you what your reaction was, but I got to call you, I can't use language like that on the program, okay? I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, accept that. Now, moving on. All right. <laughs> there you hear. There you hear. That was just six minutes of some of the comments that were made as far as uh, oh, what people were saying about uh, former President Obama. Now, <laughs> and, I mean, did you hear some of the things this man was being called? That's not to include the cartoonish pictures and things like that that were portrayed him hanging and Oh, wow. But, but yet you have, and I'm saying this because some of you said it, you asked for it, you got it, and how's it working out for you? You wanted a businessman, you got one. 
You got one of the biggest crooks there have been in over uh, some years. He's the president. You see what's happening. But he's the most disrespected president in the history. No, he is not. Okay, he's not. It, it, you know what? And he's actually loonier than he's the looniest. Uh, I can say. He's the I mean, really. You know, most people people go to sleep at three o'clock. Be sleep at three o'clock in the morning. You know, and I'm, it may be Alzheimer's, man. Y'all, you ever thought about it? Because this cat, this cat is the oldest president to ever be elected. You know, and he may be, you know, having Alzheimer's and things of that nature. You know, because who gets up 3 o'clock in the morning to, to tweet some nonsense? You know, not to mention, not to mention that you tweet some stuff that, and, and you say you talk to your generals and your generals come back and say, no, you ain't talk to us about that. Um, we ain't changing nothing until you give us some better direction. Now, I'm talking about the transgender thing. You know, he tweeted, you know, look, if there is such a big problem with this, and y'all know me, I, I'm not I'm not for transgenderism or whatever, but if there's just a big problem, because like I said last week, that they've been in the military for a long time, you know, it just became a bigger thing now that it can come out. Well, just go back to don't ask, don't tell. Bing, bam, it's taken care of, you know. But apparently, um, this cat here, he, he there's some issues going on. When you can't keep a staff at all, when your own political party really does, do, does not want to deal with you, ah, something's not right. Now, you know, the grassroots people say, well, he's doing a good job. He's doing what we voted him in to do. Is And that is what? Create just complete chaos you know and, and you think you think uh as y'all said as some of the pundits like alice jones and you know lush limbaugh you know he made america look weak well this cat here is making america look very very i don't even know the word it's not a good word now you know we, we're more of a laughing stock than anything you know actually and then Alice Jones is running around here talking about, I'm calling for a civil war. No, dude, you don't want a civil war, okay? That That's easy for you to say that, but no, you don't want one because you would lose a civil war. Trust me on that one. Ah, yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to say too much. Go ahead, P. Ross, because I know you waiting on this one. Come on, tap me out here. <laughs> Disrespected uh, president at, at, at all. Um, now, I can't say what he is, but I'm going to try to find a way to get the point across, you know, intelligently. Um, I, I read online. Somebody said, "Well, you know, you just can't run the the, the country like you like you ran the Apprentice." You know, you know, you fired. <laughs> I don't like you, so you fired. This is it, you know. <laughs> and, and and black of a of of a, of of a, a better uh, illustration of Carswell. You know, it in certain instances it seems like that that that's the only mentality that he had. You know, and I mean, 
It's a reason. It's a reason why people can't seem to work with you. It's a reason why people, they they rather quit their job rather than have to deal with you, you know. And and to make a point of getting a, 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 I believe it was a high school, I'm not sure, but it was online, where he had, you know, it was a Boy Scout troop. That's what it is, to boo President Obama. He wouldn't stop until he got them to boo President Obama. I mean, what president does that? What president in history has ever had, you know, went to a rally or, or, or you know, and, and, and had the constituents to boo the past president? I mean, what does that accomplish? The man did his job, and he's out of office, so why are you so inundated with what Obama did? Except maybe mm, his skin color, you know? I mean, what is it? What is it that behooves you even now as you have been elected president? You are the president, you know? Now you are you you're you're POTUS now. So why are you so inundated with what he did? What what was done when he was in office? What about your own policies? What about your 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 your, your own agenda? Oh, I forgot you don't have one. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So, 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 in order to make you like, you know, our parents used to used to tell us, you know, when we were younger, you know, you don't need to tear somebody else down to make yourself look like an ass. Mm. You do that on your own. Mm. Get out of here! Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, it, it's 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 amazing though. As you watch it, and you brought up a good point, and I I, it, I don't know why it didn't click in my little small brain, but you're right. The apprentice, you're fired. <laughs> you know, but you you know the other interesting part. It, it, people are now they're not even waiting till he get to that point. You know, they're just like I'm resigning. I I can't deal with this anymore. You know, this ain't even worth the, the 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 money that I'm getting paid. You know, to deal with your crazy behind, and that's a scary thought. That's a scary thought. Rance Purvis, you know, he just fired. You know what? He fired people so in the most unusual way. Now we get to Mooch. Now this this new guy that's chief of staff, Mooch. What's his name? Um, Anthony Scaramucci. He called Scar- himself Mooch. Yeah, Anthony Scaramucci. Yeah, and he said, okay, we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to stop these leaks. The mooch is here. That sounds like some gangster stuff if I never heard, if I ever heard of any. The mooch is here. And little is it known, there's a long, there was a long-running feud between him and Previous. So, um, and he said it last week that um, Previous will be fired here real soon. So apparently it was already in the work. Now, I believe in the beginning he was the, the communications chief, you know. So now he done moved up from communications chief uh, to what? To, 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 well, now it's chief of staff, but uh, he been moved up. I had it here in a minute, but anyway, he got moved up. So now he brings in this general, this former marine general that's supposed to get some discipline into the White House, and and. Now, do he really think those the leaks are going to stop? 
And it does does it really matter that the leaks are coming out when he's waking up two and three o'clock in the morning tweeting about stuff? Who's doing more <laughs> leaking? <laughs> you know? Who's doing more leaking? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> See what I'm saying? And then to, to, to top this whole thing off, you know, they get they mad at the Republicans because the Republicans keep saying, look, let's move on from this hair care thing. You know, they have realized, look, we're not going to change this. We're not going to do anything about it. You know, and he's fluctuating so bad about it is understood what any repeal was. So it was it really basically two things they were trying to change the mandate, and uh, you know they just wasn't going to have it. You know McCain voted against him. Uh, this female uh, Republican voted voted against him, and I think um, Lindsey Graham voted against him. Um, and their theory was, look, we're going to change this little thing right here, but if we change this, what what is saying we're just not going to go and come back and revisit this whole thing later? And they were like, no, we, we're not even going to waste our time with this. And this really irritated him. Uh, I want to say pissed him off, but it irritated him. And um, that's when all of a sudden, once again, he's got to fire somebody. You know, he can't fire none of the congressmen because, I mean, he can't fire them. <laughs> you know, so let me pick someone I'm really having a problem with. Oh, hey, Rent, come here. You know, come here. Oh, yeah, by the way, once you get off the plane, um, we're going to send you on your way in your own vehicle. You know, and, and the funny part about it, he got in the vehicle with two other guys. The two other guys got out the vehicle, got in another one, and they escorted him to where to his house or his car, wherever they sent him to. You know, that's embarrassing, man. That's embarrassing. Um Previous claims that he resigned earlier in the day. But the question is, if you resigned early in the day, why are you riding back on Air Force One with the president? That makes no sense. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? All right. Moving right along. Um, now you have the, the, the thing with Jeff Sessions. He loved Jeff, Jeff Sessions when he brought him in. Yeah, oh, he's a great guy. Just the same thing he's saying about the general now. He's a great guy. He'll do wonderful things. Well, Sessions said, look. I'm taking myself out of the Russian investigation because, you know, I'm too close to this thing. I'm taking myself out. Now, Trump mad at that because he said if he would have known he was going to do that, he never would have put him in office. What? Really? Really? You talk about a narcissistic individual that just has to have his ego stroked 24-7. And if it's not getting stroked, he can, he, he's firing you. The only thing he cannot do, he can't get rid of the congressman. He can't get rid of McCain. He can't get rid of uh, McConnell. He can't get rid of Graham. He can't get rid of them. <laughs> Believe me, because if he could, he would. I'm sure he would. But anyway, before I get too much further into this day, I want, I want y'all to hear this, this clip I got about what the skinny repeal was. And I think this clip really breaks it down really well and give you a better understanding of what they were attempting to do. Um, that completely failed. Republican efforts to pass health care reform ran into even more roadblocks this evening. A group of key senators balked at voting for what some have called the last resort, a version labeled skinny repeal. This came as plans were laid for debate and maybe a final vote later tonight. Our Lisa Desjardins begins our coverage. Let's not allow this opportunity to slip by. 
a long day of debate, setting up a longer night of votes, with Republicans stressing the failures of Obamacare. Conditions have changed in Tennessee. Our individual insurance market is, quote, very near collapse. That means that up to 350,000 individuals in our state, songwriters, workers, farmers, who buy their insurance on the individual market, are sitting there worrying in July and in August whether they'll have any option to buy insurance in 2018. And Democrats insisting that Republicans' plans could mean no choices, especially for the poor. Where there is a serious disagreement is we say that the children of this country who have serious illnesses have the freedom to stay alive even if their parents do not have a lot of money. The debate all leading up to a whirlwind called Votorama. Senators will take up amendment after amendment with little debate and five-minute votes. All or nearly all are expected to fail. Then at the end of that legislative marathon comes the key moment. Republicans plan to propose the one idea they think could pass now, a stripped-down minimal repeal. It would abolish Obamacare's individual and employer mandates, as well as one tax on medical devices. It would leave Medicaid and much of the rest of the Affordable Care Act essentially unchanged. Some on Capitol Hill call that the skinny repeal, but the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office found it would mean 15 million fewer Americans with health insurance. And there's another issue. The CBO also found that idea would save $78 billion, but to comply with the special rules that Republicans are using, this plan would need to save at least $133 billion, the score for the original House bill. The court call a roll. Mr. Alexander. As the votes stack up, so has more White House pushback at Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski, who voted against starting debate. First reported by Alaska Dispatch News, Murkowski, along with fellow Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan, received grave phone calls from President Trump's Interior Secretary, Ryan Zinke. He warned that the no vote put Alaska's future with the administration in jeopardy. The paper speculated jeopardy meant problems for Alaska's energy concerns. Murkowski is standing her ground. I'm a pretty, pretty strong and, um, and independent individual. Meantime, as to the end game, Republicans admit if they pass a bill, it would be a placeholder to negotiate with the House. It is not a solution to the Affordable Care Act problems, but it is a solution to how we get to a place where we can write the solution to the Affordable Care Act problems. Democrats predict a last-minute bill would backfire. If they jam it through, they will be held accountable for the millions of people who lose care and the millions and millions more who will see their premiums go up. Everyone on both sides is looking at a long night. Well, as you've heard, we keep talking about so-called skinny repeal. Let's look at exactly what that means. And for that, we bring in Sarah Cliff. Uh, she is a senior policy correspondent for the website Box. She's written extensively on health care. Welcome back to Thank the you. program. Sarah, so we are throwing around this term. As we heard from Lisa, there are senators who are saying even this may not be acceptable to them, but for purposes of conversation, it is going to be one of the measures uh, we think on the table. What does it mean? 
So it basically means repealing the individual mandate, this requirement to purchase health coverage. We've seen other parts come in, come out, the medical device tax, defunding Planned Parenthood, but at the core it's a repeal of the requirement to purchase health coverage. So it's, it is rolling back some of Obamacare, mm -hmm. some of the Affordable Care Act, but not as much as full-blown repeal would be? It's certainly not as much. So compared to the other bills, the one that passed through the House, for example, the American Health Care Act, which would get rid of much more in the health care law, the um, essential health benefits, for example. This is smaller, but it would affect a lot of people. Well, and that's what I want to ask you about, because you wrote a piece for Vox today, which was titled, Skinny Repeal Isn't Skinny at All. Yeah, you know, this is a bill that would cause about 15 million people to lose coverage. So I kind of see skinny repeal as a misnomer, that this would really change the individual market. The Medicaid expansion, that would mostly function the same, but for people who purchase coverage in the individual market, they could expect premium increases of 20%. A lot of people would drop out of the market. I don't think most Americans would see that as a skinny, small change. One of the things you were writing about is the, the, the integral role that the individual mm -hmm. mandate plays in all this. Why, remind us why that matters so much. Yeah, so that's a requirement that nearly all of us in the United States have to purchase health insurance. And the drafters of the Affordable Care Act, they knew that was unpopular. They included it because they needed a way to get healthy people into the insurance market. If you don't have a mandate, the fear is that only the sick people who really need coverage sign up, premiums get really high, you could enter a death spiral where premiums just go higher and higher. So, and even Republican senators agree on this point that the mandate, it's what makes the market work. It gets the healthy people to sign up. And that explains the number you, you gave uh, at the beginning of our conversation, the 15 million. I mean, the, the, the larger repeal would have meant 24, 25 million people mm -hmm. losing coverage. But you're saying even this is, is 15, 16 million. Yeah, the big difference is Medicaid. So those other bills, they would have ended the Medicaid expansion, would have had much, much more significant Medicaid losses. And there are actually some Medicaid losses associated with individual mandate repeal. The CBO thinks that if there isn't a mandate, if people don't hear this message, health insurance is mandatory in the United States, they might not sign up for Medicaid. But the real challenge here is in the individual market. And it does sound like with this, uh, as we said, late day news conference, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, other Republicans coming out and saying, we're not prepared to support this unless we know the House is going to work with us on this, indicates that they're getting some of this message. Yeah, today. they understand. Lindsey Graham was saying, you know, it, in his press conference, we don't think this is good policy. We don't think it is good to take the individual mandate out of the marketplace. Um, so they recognize these consequences. Sarah Cliff with Vox, watching it all very closely. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will be talking right. to Republican Senator James Lankford for his insights right after the news. All right, uh, James said basically the same thing. But now y'all know what the skinny repeal was about, all right? Um, taking, basically saying, look, we're going to take away and make you, um, making the rich, the, the, the healthy people get um, insurance. And they were like, nope, dang, that's not going to happen. And here's a, 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 another piece of that also. Um, the, the other piece was that uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, McCain, and the woman, they, they, they said, no, we're not voting for it. Not only did they disagree with taking the mandate away, but they weren't sure that once this repeal, this skinny repeal was done, it, this issue would not be revisited again as far as repealing the whole um, Obamacare thing. Now, let's remember, we got to be fair. Let's remember the Democrats pushed and jammed the Obamacare, I mean, the Affordable Care Act through when they had the majority of votes in, in the House and the Senate. So, you know, 
the only difference is right now the Republicans don't have the, the votes to do it. And, of course, they never – I mean, they don't. They just don't have the votes to do it. And that's the only reason why it hasn't been done. But let's – I mean, seven and a half years, y'all, seven and a half years – 30, well, no, 40, 50, 60 times they tried to repeal it when Obama was in office. And you have that long, you have your people in place, and you still can't repeal it. Leave it alone. Let's fix it. Let, whatever's wrong with it, let's fix it and, and, and keep it moving. You're not going to, apparently, you can't come up with anything better. Seven and a half years now, eight years, you ain't found nothing yet. I don't think you're going to find anything. Fix it, you know, strengthen up the, 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 the little weak parts of it and keep it moving. That's all you got to do. They make it so hard. And here's another issue. That, um, oh, yeah. Y'all remember we were just talking about the mooch? Well, the mooch got fired, y'all. <laughs> That's for real. That's no joke. The mooch has been fired. <laughs> the mooch got it. The mooch ran too much in his mouth too much. He had, he, he got fired, y'all. For 10 days. 10 days, he got fired. <laughs> Oh Lord have mercy! That is so funny. See, I, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all, man. This cat is not loyal. He he demands loyalty, but he's not loyal to anyone. Okay, he's not loyal to anyone. <laughs> so if anybody thinks they're gonna take a position with him and and, and he's gonna be loyal to them, no. Because as soon as you go north of what he's thinking, oh, you got to go. You got to go. And um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the interesting part the grassroots uh, the grassroots really feel that he is doing a wonderful job this is what we put him in office to do and this is what he's doing great job yeah right how does working for you again but yeah but um so this is just it's just a wacky administration man that i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's so wacky after why you stop wanting to watch it because you're like, this is ridiculous. You know, this is crazy. But th- that is the administration that we have in. And I, as I said before, I am sure if he could, a lot of the Republican senators and, and um, be, be out the door as well. But he can't do anything to them. All right, go ahead, P. Ross. I hear you. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. You can take yourself off mute. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, oh, my goodness. It, it's just it's just crazy. You know, and I'm just reading that the mooch got fired. The mooch said he was going to come in and stop the leaks that were going on. I guess, you know, the mooch was like, uh, the mooch, Donald was like, no, no, no. Because you know what? I think what happened is the mooch probably wanted the, um, the mooch probably wanted to stop the president from tweeting uh, all kinds of times of the night. And, you know, Donald can't do that. You know, that's what he's known for now, his Twitter account. So, you know, and why haven't they did anything about his Twitter account? <laughs> you know, well, apparently they don't. It doesn't even matter. Right. Um, What do I got to say? Um, uh, Always attempting to. Oh, yeah. And this is the one of the, you know, y'all ever notice anytime anything does not go this man's way, he's trying to punk you bad. Um, and, and, and here's here's what he's doing with um, and this is what he's doing with the senators now. He's trying to punk the Republicans so bad to where he's saying, look, I can fix this. What I ought to do is make y'all have the same insurance plan that the American citizens have. 
Now, that is hilarious because that's what we've been saying the whole time. Let them go through what we go through sometimes, and, and let's see how they like it. Um, it's going to take some work, but he can do it. He can do it now, but you know that's not going to happen. But, you know, look, um, Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you call it, it, hey, it's there to stay, all right? Instead of trying to get rid of it, as I mentioned before, let's fix it. You know, strengthen the weak parts and keep it moving. There's more and more important things that we have to talk about. I.e., you know, there's a budget coming up, um, October the first, the start of the new fiscal year. That's coming up. They haven't even started on that. And then to top that off, a couple of weeks later, they got to deal with the debt ceiling. And that's America's credit rating right there. They haven't even started on that. So the the more time they wasting on this, move it on. Keep it keep it moving. You know, there's more things coming up, and it's got to be done. And see, but while all this going on, nobody's talking about the one point six billion dollars he got to, for a down payment on a dang on wall that Mexico supposed to be paying for anyway. <laughs> you know. How in the heck we paying for it? One point six billion dollar down payment. You know, and the house passed that. The house passed that as part of his budget. See, and that's the other reason why he wanted to stop transgenders from serving in the military. Because what he figured is the money that they would spend on the surgeries and the medication and stuff could be put back in the budget toward his wall that he wants between that he promised between Mexico and the United States, not to mention um, the infrastructure and all that good stuff. Well, honestly, if you add it up, the, the, the amount of money that would be spent on transgenders getting their surgery stuff isn't that much anyway in the big picture of a budget. So, I mean, it sounds good in theory, but other than that, it's no good. I mean, that thought is no good. But like I said, if you want to fix this transgender thing, this gay thing in the military, because they've been there, they're going to be there, just go back to don't ask, don't tell, and keep it moving. See how simple that is? But when you have feeble-minded people in charge of stuff, and then, of course, you have the pundits like Lush Limbaugh and Alex Jones just raving and ranting about nonsense. I mean, how are you going to Alex Jones, of course, Alex Jones, he he did a flip flop because at one point he was totally against Trump, but I guess he got enough money now to where he's a big fan of Trump, and uh, <laughs> they took him out to that Grove out there in California. You know the Grove I'm talking about. But anyway, and they they, they kind of changed his, his 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 way of thinking. Um, but he's calling for a civil war. A civil war for what? For what? Do you really want a civil war? Do you really think you will win a civil war? With as much disgruntled Latino blacks uh, people around here, you think you're going to win a civil war? Huh? Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody talking about FEMA camps. You be careful. You be the one in the FEMA camp. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> P. Ross, you got to fix yet. I hear you got some noise going on, but you ain't got to fix that. I'll keep going. I can't really hear what you're saying. Okay, refresh. I did that. Okay. Well, then it's environmental. But go ahead. You hear me now, so go ahead. Um, 
you know, on on his on on, on the Civil War thing. Now I think people really don't realize what he's saying, the magnitude of the impact that that it, that, that that something like that would would cause. You know, <laughs> you know, because you know. People have their own ideologies in the 1700s. This is not even the 1800s. You know, um, people are just going to tolerate, you know, some of the the, the asinine thought patterns some people have in, in, in their views. You know, you might have a small group that, that's going to run along with you. But when you try to get the the multitude to go with you, you you'll find indeed you are minority, and what you think ought to happen, you know that the majority is is not running against you because if you look at nations, you you look at the diversity of it. What are you talking about? Who are you talking about having a a civil war with? You know that's that's ridiculous. As far as you know. The environmental issues, real or imagined, something's going to have to be done about it. Somebody's going to stand, have to stand up and, 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 okay, this is really what's going on. This is really what we need to do to fix. Okay. And nobody wants to do that. Go against the grain, speak. We know our natural resources are, are, are diminishing. We know China holds our mineral assets. That's why everybody wants gold that's supposed to be there. So what do you have? Because Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey y'all, I do apologize if you not hear me too well right now. Hey, I I I have no control over that. Um you know, there's a storm on the East Coast. It's windy as heck here, and then no telling what's going on with the sun. So, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. But anyway, we only got 19 minutes left, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're we, we going to try and make it work. We're going to try and make it work. Because we are who we are. Um, you know, there's much more. Oh yeah, let's talk about that church in Virginia. There's a church in Virginia, man, where you can worship naked. You don't have to have on any clothes. Huh? No, I know the words is naked. Not a shame, but he didn't say show up naked. Well, you probably take your clothes off once you get in the foyer of the church. Right? Just like going to um, a nude beach. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, let's think about it. You dry there with your clothes on, as minimal clothes as you want to. Then once you get in the church for you, you take your clothes off and you go and worship. <laughs> He'd be up there preaching. He'd be up there preaching naked. This is Virginia, y'all. I'm telling you. No, no, that's 
that's too and the, and the fact that you have children standing there and the children looking at you. I'm sorry, but I'm not finna have no my kids or grandkids or whatever and there some grown up, grown man and and and, and all hanging out all with his service worship and no, we we're not finna stay there. I'm sorry. You know. I mean we tell like at home when they little, you know, one of my children used to like to, you know, strip naked and run through the house, you know. No, clothes on. But now you, we have this church and this ministry here, and okay, strip naked and run through the church, you know. <laughs> no, it's not a standard that, that is, oh, we not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I think you done took the car too far. You know, that's not what it means, you know. <laughs> And 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 if you read the context of the word, and 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 just and and his wife naked and ashamed, no, they was naked. No, that truth, you know. You go to church, your eyes are not close to that truth. You see it down the whackers and everything else all the place. No, no, you're not holy orgies. Come on. Now, oh, that's there are some churches that have those things. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure, <laughs> but I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Look, you got churches out there that play with snakes. Um, so I'm sure you. I mean, okay. What if? Let's just say, what if? You know, the, their prime directive as well is to get to heaven. Can they get to heaven like that? It doesn't matter where they got clothes on, right? No, our bodies are transformed. No, no flesh can enter in into the presence of God. It's a spiritual thing, and that's the what you mean. You know, carnal. That's what the word is. Too carnal to understand spiritual. You know, there's no glory in the flesh. <laughs> okay, I knew that already. I knew that already. I'll just try. I'll just try. All right, y'all. Look, since we having so many issues right now, we only got 15 minutes left. We're going to get out of here early. Um, yeah, this environmental stuff is getting a little, a little bad. All right, so um, go ahead, P. Ross. Get your last words in real fast so we can get up out of here so we can solve. What did you say? I could not. What did you say? I said, give me your last words. Your last words. Last words, you last know. Words. Yes, your last words. Last, yeah, my last, my last. <laughs> Woo, we talked about that today. You know, free on the on the corporal punishment thing. You know, in in schools or or what have you. you no, know. but at the end of the day, I still just think that it definitely starts at home. It has to start at home. We can't keep allowing, you know, society to take responsibility to what we fail to in our own home, you know, and, and this one should be one of the things accountable and responsible for because then you can't blame doing what we're supposed to be doing. Making excuses of our, 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 our lack of control or our, our, our ability to parent properly or whatever issues it may not be, our environmental issues or what have you. We, we we allow a system, an imperfect system, you know, to to raise our youth in a, in a manner that may not be in accordance with our beliefs. 
But you know, at the end of the day, you know, all those around, we can't we can't blame the system. We only have to look in the mirror and blame ourselves because we didn't do what we were supposed to. You're responsible for them. They tell you that. Just don't kill them. You know, don't kill them. And that being said, don't allow anybody else to kill them. You know. As our nation as a whole, as far as leadership goes, so hey, at, at the end of the day, we all just better pray. Because, you know, it's not going to be better. It's not going to get any better. You know, nobody has, you know, intest- enough intestinal fortitude to stand up and say, hey, this wrong. not what we're doing. So nobody wants to come together and say, hey, you know, I don't think this is the, the way that we need to go, you know. And just say, say, you know, you know, and be the last out of the world, literally, because there is no respect, you know, and there's not going to be none as long as you in the middle of the night tweeting out after and coming and saying, you know, you know, that that's just the bottom, and, and and that's what we have to to understand as a nation. It's all on the side, so. Hey, <laughs> only can do so much. The only person you can be true to is you. Live in a place where you are respected, you know, and where you give respect and have respect for others. The person you can control is you. And be responsible for that God has blessed you with. You know, don't allow somebody else to come and tell you how things ought to be. The word tells how things ought to be. Those commandments, those laws, those rules. Uh, if we take heed to that, we would all be a better nation, better people. That's my last one. All righty, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, hey, y'all, look, hey, I agree with what she said, except for one thing. If one of them little bad hellions come up and kick me, I'm kicking him back. It's just that simple. All right? Uh, <laughs> so you better take care of them at home. Um Hey, we're going to be off the air for a little while. We won't be back until the 18th of August. We're going to Vegas to bowl y'all in a big tournament. So wish us luck. Give us a prayer. Um, but when we come back, we're going to come back strong and ready to rock and roll. And we hope you join us at that time. All right? So that's all I got to say. I want to thank my partner, T. Ross, and uh, for hanging in with me with all this environmental stuff. I don't know. what We must be talking about something good today because, you know, we've been good up until then. Um but thank y'all for listening. Thank you for your support. And uh, we see you on the 18th of August. We're going to take you out of here with some Michael Jackson and cry. I'll see y'all, y'all back here. We get back on the 18th. Have a good one, y'all. We're out of here.